The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Rev. Avram Yafin was the son-in-law of the Altar of Navardik, was a great, great Torah giant. Rosh Hashiva of the Navardik Yeshiva in Brooklyn. Now listen to this story, my friends, okay? Listen to the story. Listen to what it means to refine your character, but then listen to what it means to constantly try to get it even better. To never stop honing your superpowers. If Alvin Yafin was getting ready for his granddaughter's wedding, and if Alvin Yafin was a great Torah leader, so you could imagine that at this wedding, the who's who was there. If Aaron Cutler and Moshe Feinstein, everybody, every Torah giant was there. And you can imagine at the chuppah where they give out the honors. It was the greatest of the generation were getting the honors. You can imagine? You want pictures from that wedding, my friend. Trust me. You, want, you wish you could see the video of that wedding. Okay, the who's who, every great person was getting something. And all of a sudden, in the middle, of all the greatest people, the giants of the generation getting honors, all of a sudden they call up one guy, nobody knows who it is. He gets up there, he's younger than everybody else, he's a little schnook, he's a nobody, he gets up and he gets an honor, and everyone's murmuring, who is that? Who is that that would get an honor among the greats? They find out, He's a rub somewhere, maybe. He's a rabbi somewhere. Okay, nobody knows anything special about this guy. Nobody knew, and nobody found out the answer. Until... Abram Yafin passed away. And at the shiva, at the shiva, his wife revealed the secret to what happened. Why was this... Nobody given an honor at their granddaughter's wedding. He said, because, let me tell you a story. Years earlier, a student of my husband's, she says, comes to him and says he would like him to attend his daughter's wedding. And my husband, Rabbi Yafman, at that time he was already older, it was not easy to go. And he said, really, it's, it's difficult for me to attend the wedding, you know, mazel tov, but it, it's really hard. And his student said, no, please, 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 it would mean the world to us, could you please come to the wedding? And he said, you know, it's really, it is, it is hard for me. He said, please. He said, okay, if it means that much to you, I'll come. Came the night of the wedding. And Revalvim Yafin and his Rebetzin are sitting there waiting. They're waiting. They assume that this fellow arranged transportation for them. They're waiting. They're waiting. It's two hours to the wedding. And they see nobody's coming to get them. No. This guy didn't arrange anything for them. So what do they do? They go to the subway. And they take an hour-long subway commute get out of the subway, and then pay for a half-hour taxi ride to the wedding. He said they show up at the wedding. You can imagine. They're somewhat bewildered at what happened. And the student comes over, thanks them so much for being there, and says, how did you get here? And they tell the story of how they got there. Not only 
is the student not apologize. He doesn't offer to pay for anything, and he doesn't even offer to arrange any trip back for them. He's just totally okay with this crazy thing that just played out. That his own Rebbe had to schlep an hour and a half on public transportation. He said, and then they come to the chuppah after having given up so much to get there. They don't give Rev. Avram Yafan not one honor. Not one teeny part, nothing. It's as if he's not there. His wife says that she was pretty upset. She was pretty upset. What type of way is that to treat your Rebbe? said, but her husband said nothing. Said nothing. They got, after the wedding, they said Mazel Tov. They went back. They took a taxi back. Then they took an hour-long subway back home. And they got home. And her husband said nothing, was not upset, didn't complain not once. Amazing. You see what it means to be a refined person? You see how beautiful it is, my friends? We can be that way. We could be that way. But then listen to this. She said, but my husband was very worried. Maybe deep down he harbors some resentment to the student. Maybe deep down he still has ill feelings towards this student for what he did to him. So he decided that he's going to knock that bad feeling out once and for all. If it's there, he's going to push his character to where he needs it to get to. He said, therefore, at their granddaughter's wedding, when the greatest of the generation were getting honors, Rev. Avanyafen decided to honor that same student that did that to him to give him a glorious honor at that wedding. Just to make sure that he should not harbor any negative feelings towards him. Just to push himself that extra rung higher, a little bit closer to the way Hashem feels, a little bit closer to the way Hashem wants us to be, to act. These are our giants. These are the great people that came before us. They recognize that we have superpowers inside of us, but they need to be crafted. They need to be honed. They need to be developed. But that's the glory of life. And that's what life's about. And a thousand circumstances a day will call upon your character traits. And we have the choice to let those character traits run wild, in which case not only are they useless, but they're actually destructive, or we could grab them focus them and turn them into radiant beams of light. They are the power that we have to heal the world, to change the world, to change ourselves, to be close to Hashem. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.